we're going to talk about loud budgeting. Loud budgeting. I'm not really sure what it is. You know what? Navigating the online world of personal finances, it's a tough one for a lot of people. It is. Not only is it tough for a lot of people, a lot of people don't trust it. Hey, I don't think you have to be quite so concerned, but you know what? We need to talk to somebody who knows exactly what they're talking about. And joining us on the show today is Kathleen Cassidy, founder of Living on a Looney. Hey, Kathleen, how you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Fine, thank you. Living on a Looney, I just wish we could. Don't you think? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, still, still a few items once in a while, but definitely getting harder this day and age. Hey, some people are just a little scared of online personal finances and that kind of stuff, but this loud budgeting, I keep hearing that those two words a lot lately. Can, can, can you kind of break that down for us a little bit on what, what, uh, what you think that is? Yeah, for sure. So loud budgeting is more, and you see this a lot more kind of on the social media platforms, especially TikTok, where people are comfortable kind of having a conversation about money and really telling the world kind of what they're making and what they're spending. Wow. And most people like to keep that close to their vest, especially people who are a little of a certain vintage, I guess we could say. But uh, how is that working out for people? Yeah, so it's generally a topic that we're a little bit more closed-minded about. And we kind of, you know, I think we're taught to kind of keep that a secret, even, you know, just in a workplace where, you know, maybe that's something we should be talking about, right? Yeah. Um, but I definitely see a lot of success with people who are openly doing this. And I think as someone who is regularly on social media and consuming media about saving money and, and budgeting and all that kind of stuff in the financial world, I personally have found it very helpful because I think it's really starting to open up and kind of create those conversations um, and really kind of gives you a little bit, I would say, of, of purpose to think about, you know, what role are you in? Are you being paid what you should be? Kind of who you can talk about that with and who is your, you know, if you're not going to allow budget on the internet who's kind of your close circle of friends or family that you could discuss that with now i wouldn't get into specific numbers but i, I have no problem well i do it on this show all the time where i'm talking about maybe going out and buying a new big screen tv and what's expensive how much i'm looking to spend that kind of thing and i get a lot of feedback from people is that kind of loud budgeting or no uh, it can be a form of it. I don't think loud budgeting necessarily is just kind of one specific view. Um, in, in my eyes, anyways, I really like to think that loud budgeting is just kind of the conversation and kind of opening up that um, door and realm of money. I think some people kind of, like you said, share a lot. They're willing to, you know, this is my paycheck. This is how I spent it, yeah. um, which is great and really good for perspective. Um, but I think there's, yeah, just talking about like, you know, purchases or what are you, what are you spending your money on? You know, how much was your grocery trip? I think those can definitely kind of be a part of that as well. So uh, is there a good app out there or some place where we could start if we wanted to do this loud budgeting? How do we find out more info? Yeah, so loud budgeting, again, it comes in a lot of different um, kind of views. Um, I think the main thing for a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't even have a budget. So I think really just kind of getting your finances in order and starting a budget. And I think that's a scary to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but when I started budgeting, I don't even know, maybe seven years ago now, um, it really wasn't, it's not supposed to be a scary process. It's more of just having that visualization of where's your money going. And pretty quickly, once you start 
start inputting, like I just use a simple Google Excel um, spreadsheet, um, but okay. there's actual apps or other things that you can download as well. Um, but I just use a Google Excel and by putting in your numbers, you can start to see like, oh, I'm spending so much money on, you know, takeout or, oh, I'm spending a lot of money here on clothing or, or you know, um, beauty products, whatever that may be. Um, and then you can really kind of understand where your money's going and how can you rearrange that so you can either reach your goals, if that's, you know, buying a house, paying off some debt or going on a trip, um, you can kind of get that visualization and see where you can kind of play around with your money. Hey, when I first started making a budget, actual budget on Excel, for me, the first thing I worked on was an emergency fund part of the budget and then kind of built it from there. But it's shocking to me where we spend our money. It's a, it, it was an eye opener for me. And I keep hearing this from so many other people that start doing this as well. A hundred percent. I think especially when I started budgeting, um, looking at how much money I spent on food. And, you know, most of the times I associate going out for dinner or lunch, you know, with friends and family. But I realized how much money I was spending year over year and kind of how those costs were increasing as well um, versus, you know, maybe inviting a couple friends over on a Friday night and having a potluck or, you know, making a charcuterie board or making dinner inside. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely you see those differences pretty quickly and how where you can cut back and put that money towards something else like you said an emergency fund well we have a 17 year old who loves you know having the food delivered to the house but that doesn't come cheap <laughs> yeah no those those are the things though you start to see all oh, the difference between going to pick up your food and that surcharge that you don't think so law but it, it definitely adds up okay now for some of the online services that are out there how do people navigate their way through this because it looks like to me there are some that are legit and some that are not it, this is where i i rely very heavily on friends what do you suggest Yes, yeah, so definitely friends and obviously just given the mass amount of access we have on the internet, definitely do some research. Um, you know, just a simple a Google or put into, again, a lot of people are using social media, TikTok, Instagram as kind of, you know, their own search engines nowadays. Mm -hmm. There's normally a review for everything out there. So it's pretty easy to, you know, type a name in somewhere and kind of see what's legit and what's not. Um, but I always recommend, yes, talking to friends or family or looking online, especially on platforms such as TikTok or Instagram to get honest feedback from a lot of people um, who actually use that platform or some people will do like a full walkthrough of the app even. So that's always useful to see if it's something you actually want to use. It's pretty obvious to me that if I check out one site, I'm going to be checking out sites very similar to that for like the next year because they've kind of they've kind of clued into me a little bit. But I'm just very leery to buy a lot of stuff online from some sites. I guess that that, that hesitancy is a good thing. Yes, I would say, I would always say with, with any purchase um, to always, you know, kind of do your research. And again, to your point, friends and family are normally our most trusted, you know, kind of voices that we hear. So definitely circle around with your close group. Um, but again, I would always do my research, especially when we're talking about like a budget template mm -hmm. um, before spending money or anything. And then always before like actually inputting something um, or connecting your bank account or anything, you definitely want to make sure you've done your research and you know what you're kind of getting into. Kathleen, the other one is giving your credit card number out. It's not, you know what? I, I, I'm shocked that some people, they just give it out like it's no big deal. I'm really careful about that. What do you suggest for that? 
Uh, I personally like to use PayPal a lot to pay for stuff. Um, So basically what that is, is kind of like a middleman who will protect your identity. So you're using PayPal, they see your credit card information, but the business on the other side doesn't. So that's normally when I feel that something is safe. Um, And they also, you know, if there's any chance that you don't get the product or something goes wrong with your transaction, they fight on your behalf. So credit cards always kind of have that level of safety versus a debit card um, where you can normally put in a dispute for a charge if you think you were wronged by a company, et cetera. Um, But PayPal is just kind of that extra layer of security for me that I like to use when shopping online. What about Apple and Google? They have their platforms. I use Apple Pay a fair bit myself, but is that, was it better to go PayPal than that route? From my understanding, like Apple Pay is doesn't do the same thing as PayPal. Maybe it does. I personally don't use it. Okay. Um, can definitely can definitely circle in with my husband, uh, but uh-huh. I'm not sure if they have that extra le- level of security or not. To be honest, I okay. have to check that out and do my own research. All I know is this: don't give it out crazy. That's uh, that that seems <laughs> seems pretty obvious to me, but apparently for some people it is not. Now, living on a loony, explain that to us. Yes, so Living on a Looney is a social media platform I started many years ago when I was just kind of sharing my tips and tricks to saving money in Canada. Right. Um, So mostly I do a lot of couponing. I'm looking at, you know, loyalty points programs such as PC Optimum, how you can use different cashbacks. You know, this this morning I posted a really great uh, deal on clearance clothing. So just really any way that Canadians can save money um, is kind of what the page has evolved into. It really took off during COVID and then and obviously with large inflation right now, people are really looking for some ways to save money. So I try to do my best to share all kinds of different deals um, that can help someone out. Well, you had me at living on a loony because I don't know if you can do it, uh, but I think you can certainly cut some corners. A hundred percent. I do have a series about stuff you can get for only a loony. I will say it's a lot harder than when I first started. <laughs> yeah. Um, but never pay more than a loony for toothpaste. I will tell you that one. <laughs> okay. What's the secret there? Is that like going to the dollar store or whatever? No, normally if you just check your local flyers, it's normally always on sale anywhere from about 88 cents to a dollar. Um, you know, Crest, Colgate, kind of whatever your brand is, they normally come on sale that low at least once a, once a month. So you just got to keep an eye out for what it. What have I been doing all these years? <laughs> I wish I'd have called you and sooner, Kathleen. I know, and check the expiry dates because toothpaste is one of those things it's good for a couple years. So just pick up, you know, if it's on sale, pick up two or three tubes because yeah. you're going to use it, right? Yes, exactly. Well, I think we've cleaned up on this uh, particular uh, segment of the show. Hey, Kathleen, if somebody needs to get a hold of you, obviously we mentioned the, uh, you know, the, the website. Where else can they track you down? Yep, so I'm on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere at Living on a Looney. You'll be able to find me. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out about saving money in Canada. Love it. Hey, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. Have a good one.